You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread podcast. My name's Amina and as always, thank you guys so much for being here. So we are on episode 20 of season two, which is absolutely insane. Last month we published five podcast episodes, each of them featuring a different guest. So I haven't actually done a solo episode in quite some time now. I think it's been several months. So really interesting, really crazy how this whole quarantine is playing out and just kind of affecting pretty much everyone's lives in one way, shape, or form. It's definitely allowed me to take some more time to focus on this business and also just to reflect on literally everything that's happened from the very beginning, the very start when I just had this random idea. So if it's your first time listening to the podcast, like I said, my name is Amina. I am 23, almost 24 years old. I'll probably be 24 when you're listening to this because my birthday is actually on the 8th on Saturday. So if you're a Leo and you're listening to this, definitely share this on your story and tag us because I love my fellow lines. You guys are amazing. So Anyway, all of that aside, I started this clothing line two years ago. Um, I had taken an entrepreneurship class just randomly, not really thinking a whole lot of it, and it ended up turning into my full-time business. So all of our clothes feature different cities from the Balkans, as well as a ton of cute just funny little sayings that are very nostalgic for our homeland. So yes, it's turned into so much more. As you can tell, you know, we have a podcast, we have the clothes. Um, I'm even thinking about doing a lot of other exciting projects, which I will talk about more on this episode. So anyway, all of that aside, like I mentioned before, My birthday is coming up and I was scrolling on Pinterest and I saw this quote and I thought it was very fitting. And the quote just said, start each day like it's your birthday. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what we need to do. But it can definitely be hard. Like there are certain days where I wake up and I'm so motivated to knock out my to-do list and, you know, get all of these collaborations going and giveaways and podcasts and filming videos and just so many things. You're, you get so excited about it. But then again, there are other days where you're just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I feel like doing this. I don't know if this, you know, I just don't care. Like, Honestly, it can be difficult, but I want you guys to know that can happen too, no matter what, like any type of business that you see, it's not all just a straight line of success at all. If anything, there's so much that goes on in between that 
sometimes you don't even know about, like things could go terribly wrong, you know, let's say with an order or something, like an order gets lost in the mail. And of course, if it wasn't your order, you probably wouldn't have heard about it. So there's all kinds of stuff that happens. And um, sometimes it can be hard to find the motivation and just remember, you know, why you're doing this and why it's important. Because a lot of the time when you do start a business and you're first starting out, you're doing a lot of stuff by yourself and you're alone a lot of the time. I mean, you might have like one or two other business partners that are helping you out, but in general, it is just you. And I think that sometimes gets in my head because I'll see you know, other people who have decided to pursue a completely different career path and just how normalized that is in our society and I think in our culture to to where it's like, well, you know, this is my job. I wake up, I go there every day or, you know, you just kind of have this like, I don't know, this process that you're living by, which kind of goes back to something that we talked about in my class, which is basically living by design and not by default, which I think a lot of people do live by default. And so the fact that I can wake up every day and design it to pretty much look however I want it to look like, of course, there's other circumstances, there's things that can go wrong, but just having the ability to plan out my day and pretty much do what I want to do on my own terms, of course, while still getting things done and knocking things off my to-do list is a huge privilege and just a blessing that I've been able to build this business and this community and waking up every day and reminding myself of that. I mean, that is truly a gift in itself. And I think that's something that's really important for me to realize and for anyone out there who is interested in maybe starting their own business or really just any little project, I think it's important to keep in mind. When it comes to starting a business, I found that a lot of people get trapped in their fear and they end up never doing it because they're afraid to take a risk. And it's really hard sometimes to communicate to people that, well, hey, if you don't want to take any risks, then, um, well, it's kind of impossible to have your own business if you don't want to take a risk on something. And I'm not saying it has to be a huge risk, but there will be things that you will have to sacrifice and things where you won't necessarily know the outcome, but you just kind of have to, you know, try it and see what happens. I mean, I feel like that's like 90% of what entrepreneurship is and people ask, well, you know, how did you get started with your business and just like, how did you do it? And of course, there's all kinds of technical and logistical things that you have to do, you know, filing for your business name and just all of these little tactical things that have to happen. But really, whenever people ask me that, I always get kind of flustered and nervous because I feel like I'm supposed to give them this really well thought out, like detailed answer when the truth is all I really did was I just started. 
I literally was like, okay, let's make some designs. Let's see what happens and let's put it up on the internet. And I really like truthfully did not think that it would (laughs) turn into anything. So you just kind of have to try. And I think that's the biggest thing, piece of advice. Just keep trying. You're going to have to try a lot. Like a lot of times you're going to try things, they're going to work out, but also a lot of times you're going to try things and they're going to completely fail. So you have to take risks. And also where I was going with this is that there is really no quote unquote right time. There is just time in what we decide to do with that time. So when I started, I started my business. I was about to graduate from college and just very excited, you know, oh, this is so cool. Like when you get first get started, I don't know how to explain it, but you just have this like, not to say that I don't have a fire inside of me right now, but you just have this, I don't know, you're just like, I'm fearless. I can do anything. I can, you know, make money. Like I, you just have this, like, it's this different mentality almost. I don't know how to explain it, but I was very excited. As we all know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. And I know that sounds kind of cliche and people are probably like, okay, whatever, Amina. Like, obviously we know that, but when something happens to you where you never understand, I feel like the meaning of any of these quotes that I'm just kind of just like throwing out there on the podcast or just wherever, but you know, when you read a quote or you hear a song and it really resonates with you because you've lived through it yourself and it's something that you've been through. So like for me, when I just said that quote about how there's really no right time, I always think back to the day where my life just completely changed. And, you know, when I started my business two months prior, I had absolutely no idea that I would be faced with such a tragedy in my life. Absolutely none. And sometimes I wonder if I hadn't started like right then and there, would I have even had like, I don't know, the mental capacity to start after that happened to me? Like, I don't know. I always I always think of these like past and present kind of, I don't know, um, comparisons. But seriously, I wonder if I had never acted upon it. Like, I really don't think I would be sitting here recording this and talking to you guys. So anyway, take a risk or forever sit with your dreams and just dream about something that could happen. But it's not going to happen if you don't do anything about it. So Gosh, I feel like that was a motivational just like speech. So I really hope that helped you (laughs) if you're listening, getting your day started. Last week, we actually hit a very huge milestone with this business. So we hit 1,000 orders on our website, which I haven't actually sat down and done all of the math, but it's equivalent I'm guessing to over 2,500 items sold. So over 2,500 little pieces of home spread out across the world, which is crazy. Something that I designed on my computer, not even thinking much about it. I literally remember that last semester of college just sitting in the business building for my class, I was working on this and doing these fun little designs and literally thinking nothing of it. And here we are. So it's insane to think that people have bought something that you've made 
in all these different places around the world. And to put it into perspective for myself, I actually pulled up a Google map and I imported all the data from the orders and basically that put all of these different pins on the map so I could see, you know, exactly what cities things were ordered from, which I had a pretty general idea. Obviously, our largest customer base is here in the United States and Canada and Europe as well would be probably like the second largest. And then after that, we have orders going to Australia, um, South Africa, which was very random. Just there's some random countries for sure, but definitely US, Canada, and Europe are the biggest um, regions that we sell to. We do ship worldwide though. If you're listening, if you're on the website and you're curious, um, we ship worldwide with the exception of a few countries. When this happened, I almost thought that I should be further along, which I hate to like spoil the moment and just the excitement, but I don't know why I do this. And let me know if you guys struggle with this as well, but it's like when you're at a milestone and you're like, I should have already been here maybe two years ago or three years ago. And for me with the orders, I was thinking, well, I should already be at like 10,000. Why am I only at a thousand orders, you know? And I think when you do that, you're simply ignoring how far you've already come and you need to learn to appreciate all the moments that have happened in between. So I think when you're focused on the past and like what you could have done, it really never changes anything because you can't go back and change the past. You can only look forward and work on your future. So I have no idea what's going to happen from now until, you know, 2021 or 2022, which is so crazy to say, like the 20s, but it's not. Anyway, um, I don't know what's going to happen. And I think there's a lot of beauty in that statement too, because so much could happen and there's really no limit to your success. Like you can be as successful as you want to be. And yeah, I don't really know what else to say, but um, other than that, I want to say, don't compare yourself um, to where you think you should be. And this goes in all aspects of life, not just for, for me, obviously with this business, but I think for you in terms of like a lot of people are always like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm still in college and I haven't graduated yet. And these people that are younger than me have graduated. And honestly, everyone is on a completely different path, especially I think for a lot of you guys who are listening, who are younger in your 20s, your 20s can be, gosh, I mean, any phase of your life can be what you want it to be. But I think when you turn 20, that point from 20 to 30, like so much can happen. Like some people might be married, some people might have kids. Some people might be working on their PhD, you know, like everyone's path is so different. And I think sometimes we all forget to realize that and appreciate it and know that, yeah, that person's doing that, but that's their life. Like that's not my life. I need to focus on what I'm doing and it can be hard. Don't get me wrong, especially when you have people telling you, well, so-and-so just did this or so-and-so just got engaged. And while that's great and amazing and awesome, and you should absolutely be happy for those people in your life who are, you know, having these milestones in your life, 
that does not immediately mean that you should be there. Like, I just think that's so stupid. Why, why do people have that mentality? I have absolutely no clue, but anyway, that's just me (laughs) thinking loud as usual. So don't compare yourself to other people's paths and journeys. Everyone's at a completely different point. So anyway, there's that spiel. But um, I feel like I'm so all over the place. Can you tell that it's been like two months since I recorded by myself? So I apologize. It's just going to be like very random thoughts that I've kind of compiled. But anyway, another thing that I wanted to talk about is something that I shared in an Instagram post last week. So going back to thinking about how I should be at a certain point in my business with a certain number of orders sold and a certain number of customers and people on my email list. I did this thing a few weeks ago, and this was all inspired by my friend Taya. So if you're listening, Taya, thank you. We actually recorded an episode together back in April, I believe. And something that she encouraged me to do was to get this notebook and essentially write down anytime I would receive good customer feedback or testimony, anything like that, anything that kind of made me smile and was raving about the business. She encouraged me to document all of those things. And so I started doing that and I was realizing I kept going on my phone because pretty much everything that I have that's documented is like a screenshot of something. And so I went through and I was just looking at everything. I favorited all of these different pictures and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I have so many of these. Like, why don't I just organize them, make a folder? So I was doing this kind of for the sole purpose of having it organized so I could write it down in this notebook. And I think when you write something down, it just has more value and it's more meaningful than just like looking at a picture sometimes. That's just me. So I was going through, I was writing down these messages and then I'm looking through this folder and I'm like, okay, if I don't have this notebook, at least I have this folder on my camera roll. And so I saw how many photos I had and I was like, this is absolutely insane. So I actually named the folder when you forget how far you've come. And it's essentially a collection of these different screenshots of messages, emails, photographs, and I thought that was cool. It kind of happened like as an accident, but it's great because I think when you really start to grow and build this foundation for your business, it can be so easy to forget to almost like practice gratitude and to remember to appreciate all of the people who played a role in you getting this far in your journey. So for me, when I go back and see a message from like November of 2018, it's something that I may have forgotten, you know, in the past year that's gone by. And when I look back at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely remember reading this. And you start to remember the person who sent you the message. And those things to me are so meaningful because I do my best to read all the messages and to respond to you guys, especially if they are personal, um, you know, anything that I've also been through that 
you guys are going through, I think it's important to have these different conversations, things like that. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I think, you know, no matter where you are in your journey, I think that's something that you can also do for yourself is create this folder and just have all these different photos and, you know, you, you will start to realize how much has happened and just how much you've done in a short amount of time. So that was really meaningful for me. And when I actually posted last week about reaching milestone, I was going through my archive, like on your Instagram, how it pops up your old stories and it actually reminded me that Two years ago, on that very same day, I was actually stuck at the airport, and this is such a long story. If you guys listened to my Traveling the Balkans podcast episode, I believe I touched on it, but basically, I had this nightmare of a summer. Not really. It was actually a really amazing summer, um, one of the best summers, and this was right after um, my dad passed away, and so... I had decided to fly to Europe for like three months, just, you know, just the Amina things. Um, So I flew over there like two weeks after all that had happened and going back to the post and everything that I made was the exact same day that I was in the Frankfurt airport and I was crying in the bathroom stall because I just missed my flight back home to Atlanta and Just to give more backstory, like I said, this was after all that had happened in my life. And I just spent three months in Bosnia. Um, A few days before I actually left the country, I managed to land myself in the hospital um, in Sarajevo, which was probably due to me putting a lot of stress on my body just from traveling and also just processing grief. And yeah, I'm okay. Everything was fine, but it was just a lot happened basically. And so anyway, I managed to get on my flight back home. And of course, I got on my, what flight was I even on? I think I was flying from Sarajevo to Zagreb and then Zagreb to Frankfurt or something like that. And anyway, one of those flights was delayed. So it kind of screwed me up, um, my direct flight back home. So I got there and I just remember, you you can listen to that episode, I kind of talk more in detail on it, but basically I literally was in this stall just crying and annoyed and eventually I got myself together and figured it out. But, you know, when I was in that moment, I literally did not think I would be here. Um, I did not think that this business would grow to that point because At that point, I literally, I don't think we even had official website. I think we had an Etsy store or something, um, which is fine, but it definitely was not to the point of where it is now. So I thought that was really crazy. And um, yeah, I think it's important to look back. And you know what? Even if you look back and you think that where you were a year ago, two years ago is somehow better than where you are now you know just remember that the fact that you're here now speaks for itself and the fact that you've gotten to where you are everything that you've been through has taught you something you know whether we like it or not there are things that can just happen and some things are completely out of our control you know some things are in our control and they just happen but I think it's important to kind of 
look back on it and just know that it has made you a stronger person, whatever has happened, and you've learned something from it. And sometimes all we can take from those moments are just lessons. So, okay, that's my entire spiel about just hitting a thousand orders, getting to where we are now, everything like that. So I have gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, okay, I need to figure out or not even figure out, but I just need to do the things that I've always wanted to do. And one of those things has always been to write a book, which I always thought sounded really crazy and like it was impossible. But now after talking to a couple of my friends who have written books i'm like this is totally possible i can do this too and so really this is something that is going to take me quite a while i've actually already started writing my book which i don't think i've talked about it that much but basically i want it to be kind of like a memoir but with all the different lessons and things that I've learned um, because there has been so much that has happened just before I even started this business that I'm like, this is directly correlated with what I'm doing right now. And I didn't even know it in that moment. I was learning these different things and I had no clue that this would eventually, you know, help my business and meeting these people who would eventually become my customers and, yeah, it's just a lot. A lot has happened. Um, so anyway, that's kind of what that's going to be. Um, I'm excited. It's definitely still a work in progress, but I want it to be something that is inspiring, but also relatable in the sense that there's a lot of different experiences that I had, even just as um, like in my childhood, just from elementary school. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to be able to share everything with you guys. But anyway, just a lot of things. And if anyone's interested in writing a book, we also have an episode about that. But um, it's I think just writing the actual script itself is the hardest part. I think doing the cover and everything else that comes after it is a lot easier. But you know, writing everything down and making sure it sounds the way that you want it to sound, that it's in your voice. And this book is really going to be such huge representation of myself and just my brand and everything that's, you know, important to me. So very excited to share that with you guys when it happens. Um, I'm not really putting a date on it right now. Um, I kind of want to get the majority of script done and then once I start you know revising it and I have a few friends who um, were English majors so I'm gonna have them take a look read it everything like that so not putting an exact date on it but I'm sure it'll be out there in the world soon speaking it into existence right now so when I got the idea for the book I was thinking wow there's so many different ways that you can be creative and you can get your work out there and you know you can monetize these different things and so I've had a lot of people ask about building multiple income streams and why it's important to have them so 
The first thing why it's important to have these multiple income streams is because if one of them fails or goes away or you're not making as much money in one area, then at least you have these other income streams to support yourself. So it's like, let's say you're relying on your salary job right now for the majority of your income. And let's say tomorrow you get laid off, which I doubt that will happen. I hope that doesn't happen to anybody, but let's just say that it happens. And so it's like, okay, you can file for unemployment, but other than that, what else do you have to, you know, go by? And so you don't have anything. And I think that's something a lot of people probably don't think about. My mom has always told me, you know, make sure that you make your own money and you can support yourself because you never know what's going to happen. And she had always stressed the importance of this, like long before um, we even lost my dad. And so now, of course, that happened. And so I'm like, yeah, exactly. And I see this a lot where it's like, I don't know, people, you know, people are married or whatever, and they're relying on one person for the majority of their income. And obviously it's none of my business how any of that works. And um, obviously do whatever you want to do, spend your money how you want to spend it. I'm not trying to tell anyone how to do it a certain way, but something happens. And then what do you have? I don't know. Clearly I'm thinking worst case scenario, but it does happen. And it's always better to be prepared and have something, even if it's just a little side hustle that you started, than to have nothing. So that's kind of the importance of having it. And I really think it's a great way as well to tap into all of these other creative realms and things that maybe you always wanted to do, but you're not necessarily sure if it's something that could be profitable, but you want to try it out. And if you already have, you know, a stable job or other stable stream, then you might as well try because you never know what it could turn into. So that's kind of the importance of it. There's a lot of different ways to make money online. I actually want to do a video about this. So yes, we are getting into the video game now as I talk about multiple income streams. But one thing that I've always wanted to do is start a YouTube channel. And this goes back way far to probably 2009 when I was super interested in learning the guitar. I was obsessed with the guitar. Demi Lovato. I love Demi Lovato so much and Taylor Swift, um, which a new album is out. But anyway, I was obsessed. Um, I would go on YouTube and look up these tutorials on how to play the guitar And once I started learning how to play, I was like, I want to make YouTube videos and put them up there. And I honestly think I did upload some. I had to make sure my mom watched them before I posted it. But I totally recorded these guitar videos. And that was my first kind of exposure, I guess, to YouTube. That's the first thing I remember. And after that, it kind of followed to where it was a big thing with like the beauty community and you know, it was all about makeup. Like that was kind of the next phase. And now it's kind of just turned into more lifestyle content from what I've noticed, um, travel videos, you know, just daily vlogs, which 
when you think about it, I'm like, wow, I love watching vlogs, but literally this is just someone like showing their day-to-day life. You know, it's not some big production, like some big movie, yet those are the kinds of things that people want to see and want to watch because we can relate to them ourselves, which I don't know, it's always interesting to me. But anyway, kind of that love for like filmmaking continued on. I would make these little videos like if it was somebody's birthday in my family, let's say, and I would just put together a bunch of different pictures, you know, in some kind of slideshow with music. I even did this for my brother's like soccer games. I would literally like piece them together and add music and stuff like that. So I don't know. I've always enjoyed video making. I have no idea why, but anyway, that's that. And on YouTube, I watched this vlogger all throughout college. I don't really watch him anymore because he's kind of changed. I don't know. His videos are just very different, but I loved watching his videos because it was such high vibe energy, just very positive, very upbeat. Um, either He was either in England or he was in South Africa. I love South Africa. I loved that entire just lifestyle, just completely fell in love with that. And his videos were so amazing to watch because they just put you in such a good mood and, you know, you'd see him like, even if it was just hanging out with some friends or going hiking or going surfing or whatever, like it was just, it was so nice. And so I want to provide that same kind of value to other people's lives, even though I obviously don't live in South Africa and I can't have those, you know, incredible like drone shots of um, the beach, but that's okay. That's all right. We're going to work with what we have here. But ever since then, I've always thought, oh, I could do this. Like I could so vlog, I could, you know, show my life. And for whatever reason, I just never did it. And I'm still trying to figure out why. I think putting yourself online is terrifying and scary because you don't really know how people are going to react and what they're going to say. But the worst case, worst comes to worst, you try, you don't like it, you delete all the videos and forget that it never happened. So I really want to try this just because I've noticed that ever since starting this business, there have been so many little like behind the scenes moments that I really wish I would have captured And not having those moments, that's probably one of my regrets, I guess. I don't have very many regrets, but I really wish that I had filmed more and just recorded more things, even if it was just like on my iPhone. I mean, I have some stuff, but it's not the same as like having a video to, you know, remember a certain trip or a photo shoot or something like that, which Speaking of photo shoots, I would love to do a behind the scenes showing you guys everything that goes into a photo shoot because it is a lot of work too. Um, It's a lot of fun, but just things like that I think would be really interesting, especially if you're interested in doing something similar um, and also talking about, you know, building different multiple income streams and how to make money online, which You can go on YouTube right now and search like literally verbatim how to make money online and so much stuff will pop up. You'll be kind of surprised probably, but honestly, there are so many different ways. Um, They do take a lot of work, I will say, some more than others, but like I said before, building these different streams is so important and so 
even if it's having a YouTube channel or building a blog and monetizing it, whatever it might be, you can do it. And I want everyone to know that it's not just like, it's not just an Amina thing. Like this is an everyone thing, you know, like you can do this too. Everyone has their own style and their own story and something special to share with the world. I truly believe that. So that's something I've always wanted to do. And I think it would be fun. I have a lot of different ideas. Um, It's more like behind the scenes and also just entrepreneurship based content because I love talking about it and I love encouraging people to go after what they've wanted to do for a while and also making sure that they have the tools necessary because what I've found that a lot of what I learned in the beginning now when I look back at it I'm like this is so basic and so like 101 because you're so kind of used to it and you're already in that mindset but you have to remember there was a point in time where you weren't thinking like an entrepreneur and so if I can help someone think like that I think that's so cool so that's my entire spiel um so many projects going on my brain's gonna explode (laughs) but literally so excited and just really grateful to have this community and have you guys listening to this podcast so if you guys are interested by the way if you have a story if you have anything you know special crazy awesome heartbreaking I don't even know that you would like to share with the world please let me know send me an email it's hello at balkanbread.com with the subject line podcast and we can set up a date to record get everything out there Um, I think it's really important since I have this platform um, to get these stories out there so With that being said, thank you guys again for listening and I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye everyone.